welcome to the Wellbeing at Work podcast, where we help you optimize all aspects of well-being in the workplace. Hello, today we are talking about how to build culture in work meetings. You are joined me, your host, Alejandra Hernandez. And Matthew Michael Komen. I'm happy to be back to share some quality information with you all. Lovely, lovely. So today, as I mentioned, we're talking about how to build culture in work meetings. Now, one of the big problems is when it comes to culture, generally workplace culture, one of the biggest issues is that you set what you believe your culture should look like as company leaders through the vision, through the mission, through the values, yet it's not actually being practiced. Yes, exactly. The values, mission, and and vision that you've set isn't being practiced on a day-to-day. And so what happens is there's a misalignment. There's a misalignment between what the company says culture is and what the actual culture is in the workplace. And so when we talk about that problem, what I love, one of the quotes that I love is culture is what you do. It's not what you say. You can say all the things, you can list out all the values, you can put it on the board, you can put it on a plaque, you can say it to everyone who onboards, but if it's simply being said and it's not what's being done, it's not the actual culture. It's what you aspire to possibly, but it's not the actual culture in the workplace. So what we wanna do here is we wanna talk about workplace culture and how you can use work meetings, something that oftentimes people may dread, may not wanna go to in order to establish and reiterate and integrate workplace culture to be aligned with what company values, vision, and mission is. The other thing I wanna say too is Whenever people come together, wherever people are coming together, there will be a culture because that is human nature. We come together, we begin to do certain things, we act in certain ways that begins to develop culture. So if you are not consciously making an effort to have your culture align with what the company desires to have the culture be, it will develop in a completely different way. It will develop somehow. So there is not a single leader. There's not a single person that can listen to this podcast and say, we don't really have a culture in our workplace. You do. It's just what it is may not be what you want it to be, or may not be what the company desires it to be. So those are the two really big things to understand is culture does exist no matter how you want to slice it because we're humans, we come together, culture develops how you create that culture is up to leadership to really cultivate. And then the other thing is when there is a culture that is said, but is not being done. So how do we align these things and how do we use work meetings to do that? One of the things is I talked about the powerful three, the vision, the mission, and the values. So the first thing would be, do you as the company leader know those powerful three from the company? Can you right now press pause and tell me what the vision, the mission, and the values are of the company, and then cross-reference it with an actual vision already written out, mission written out, and the values written out from the company? So there's two things to that. Do you know them? And is there a place where you can cross-reference and actually see, is this correct? Not what you feel is the right thing. But is this actually aligned to what the company has listed out? So that's the first thing. If you cannot tell me the vision, the mission, and the values, one, 
that's normal. A lot of company leaders actually don't know it. So I'm not going to say that it's okay, but I'm just going to say that you're not alone. It is normal. That happens. But this is where breakdown and misalignment happens between what the culture says and what the culture really is. So if you as a company leader know that you lead by example, then the first step is really you knowing and integrating them. On one of the podcasts, we talked about the difference between saying things and actually embodying them and being about it. So that is a part of the vision, mission, and values. Like if you know them, but you just say them, you just regurgitate them. It's not something that you really believe in the way that you navigate your life at work through, then it's also going to be a problem. So it's important to really know them as a company leader so that you can then consistently share those with your team members. Those are the first three. Your direct reports won't know these if you don't know these. And I will be very frank in most of the companies that I've worked at, I had no clue what the vision, the mission, or the values were. And I worked at a nonprofit and I knew what the mission of the nonprofit was. So that one I could say, cause it was just so embedded on every day, like what we were doing, the mission of that nonprofit, but I didn't know the vision and I certainly didn't know the values. And so it's one of those things that's really common to not know. And even in small businesses, like I've worked in the majority of my career before I became an entrepreneur, it was in small businesses didn't really know the values, didn't really know, you know, the vision and the mission. And it's because it's stated at the beginning at some point, and then it's never really stated again. And that's not how culture works. So what you really have to think about as a company leader is what is the vision, the mission, and the values? What culture is created out of those? So if you say, for example, part of the values, one of the values is integrity, then what does that look like in culture? And some companies have values and then they have a statement on what it looks like. That's really helpful. So think about what kind of culture has the company stated it's going to have based on its vision, mission, and values. The second thing is how you begin to integrate this through work meetings is you begin to bring it in consistently in your work meetings. It's repetition, it's repetition. Again, it must come from you believing and being bought into them, but it's through repetition, meaning, let's say you're in a meeting and you're problem solving, you're trying to think outside the box, like all these different things, you bring in your values and you go, if we made a decision right now based on our values, which are, and you bring it up on a screen or whatever it may be, how would we go about this? And then you let people speak or you put people into breakout rooms, whatever it may be. You bring in these aspects to remind your employees, this is what we live by here in this company. Or you bring up the vision. If we were to really remember right now that this is where we're going towards. This is the end goal. This is what our ideal is. This is if we had a magic wand, this is what the world would look like. How do we solve this problem? That's how you use work meetings to begin to bring in this aspect of building culture in a conscious way so that you can begin to actually have people know the vision, know the mission, and begin to work in a way that is aligned with those. Because when you work, when you have a team of people that is working, that's in alignment with the company vision, mission, and values, your company is going to grow at a much quicker and sustainable way because you have people who are bought in to what it believes in. Yes, I agree. And 
I thought you did a, a great job of explaining those, Ale. And I'll bring in some work experience from what we do on our team, the Opti Wellbeing team. And we run workshops for different types of companies. In a workshop, we found some really cool success with simply hitting the refresh button on asking the leaders and the employees, what is your culture? To your point earlier, Ali, like it's normal. It's not necessarily okay if everybody has a different answer for that. However, you can hit the refresh button and build mm -hmm. a fresh start as the leader first leading this charge. And I think, you know, it can be a really effective tool to simply have a culture meeting and get aligned on going into the powerful three. So then that way, when, you know, you're going through your endeavors and your journey as a company and whatever the things are that you guys do, you get to have anchor points that before you make any choice or decision on a direction that your company is going to head, a project that you're going to take on, you have anchor points that allow you to make that decision that is really in alignment with the leadership of the company and the culture of the company that you can set as a leader in having these conversations with your employees and getting aligned on these things mm -hmm. to take you know your tips and really turn them into something that can be practical is not only something that we offer, this can be something that can be done. If you have leadership experience, clearly you've, you know, you've worked your way up, you've climbed the ladder. So taking a step back and making sure that everybody's aligned is going to produce some good results. It's going to move you forward. And one last thing that I'll add to your points, Ale, is that this is going to feel a little new. And that's okay. That's why I called it a refresh to your mm -hmm. point of getting reps, repetition, practicing this kind of new skill of mm -hmm. being aligned in your culture and having the powerful three that everybody in your culture can state and operate off of. All of a sudden, you guys could be headed in a brand new direction and things are going to come your way. But we'll save more of those secrets for another episode. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important with the vision and the mission that when it's stated, like, what is the vision and what is the mission? What does that mean for each person? You may have a vision to bring in the newest technology and transform the way people access education. I literally just made that up. What does that mean? to each individual as you have, you know, your meetings, like, what does that mean to you? And what does that mean to you? Because it may mean different things to different people, but then how do you share? What is it like? How does that look like for the company? So that again, even one statement can be interpreted differently to different people. One word can be interpreted different from different people. You can say the word that we are radical responsibility here. What does that mean? What does that mean to each individual person? Because you may have misalignments on how people view what that is. And the more that you can communicate, the more that you can spend time understanding your team and communicating with them, the more that you can begin to see where the discrepancies are. And it's really, I try to refrain the, from using the word easy, but I will say it's simple. It's simple to find discrepancies as soon as we start talking 
to our, our clients, companies. Once we start talking to people, once we start hosting workshops, very simple for us to identify where the discrepancies are, because a lot of times it just hasn't been a conversation that's been had. So looking at those uh, discrepancies, I think is really important in having more communication around the powerful three, the value, the vision, and the mission, and how you bring them in through meetings, consistency, having conversations, bring them in for any kind of problem solving, for any kind of new project you're looking to put together, for an, a new launch of a product, like bring those things in no matter what department you're in, whether you're in sales, whether you're in marketing, whether you're the administration department, think about that too. Like every single department has a role in playing towards what the company is looking to accomplish. So how do you build that culture within the company through repetition, through understanding, through practicing, embodying, and when you something goes wrong on a project, look back at the vision, mission, and values and look, where did we stray away? Where did we make a mistake? How do you begin to really set an example for what it looks like to learn from those mistakes as opposed to, you know, whether it's demean people, whether it's yell at people, whether it's fire people, you know, whatever it may be. So I think those are really important. The last thing I'll share is something that is actually what we do here at Opti Wellbeing Solutions. And it's a tool called Wifflesee. And it stands for what I feel like saying is. And the way that it works is when we start a meeting where it's four of us in our meetings, when we start our meeting, all each of us will go around and we have a minute of the timer and we set a minute and we each just talk. Whatever's on our mind, whatever is in our heart, we just talk for a minute. And the purpose of it is to, to use your word, Matt, to hit that kind of refresh button. Cause we all got busy lives. We all got things going on and we go into a meeting. And sometimes, like I said, meetings can be kind of stressful. Maybe you're in the flow and you're like, Oh my God, I have a meeting. And now you're rushing to this thing. It allows for each person to go around one minute each and just say what's on their mind. And the point is to not reprimand them for what comes up. The point is not to judge them for what comes up. The point is to allow them to have a refresh. And an added bonus is that it then allows other people on the team to connect with that person, hear that person, hold space for that person. We use that tool because we are busy people and we want to be able to have a refresh and we want to be able to, to get something off of our mind. And sometimes that's not a negative thing. Sometimes it's a really exciting thing, but it's still going to distract me from my meeting because I'm really excited about this one client call that I had. So let me just share it right now. We use that. We go around one minute, one minute each. And when it's done, then we start our meeting and we don't interrupt each other uh, throughout that. The point of it is not to necessarily give feedback. So it's not like as, for example, Matt is doing his one minute. I'm not like interrupting him or even just like being like, wow, that's so cool. Tell me more about that. Like, no, I'm literally just there listening, listening to Matt, hearing what he's saying and being there. And then when it's up, we go on to the next person. And I really enjoy that one because it allows us to have that kind of starting point where we got those things off our mind and now we're ready to start on the meeting. So that's the last tool. And when I say, how do you build culture and work meetings? Find the things that are going to work based on the culture that you desire to have. And that's going to be a unique flavor depending on your vision, mission, and values. But generally speaking, companies do want to have a place where people get along, where people are respectful, where people communicate clearly. Generally, those are things that all companies want. And Wifflesee is a really great tool to be able to build connection, support people in that communication piece, because some people may really have a hard time kind of sharing. And so you encourage people to share and you meet people where they are. 
And you, you're able to learn from people about things that maybe they would have never said because you're going straight into the meeting and not really going into that part of like connecting with people. So that's the last tip that I have for you as a company leader. You can use a tool with Um, You might be able to look it up. And if I have something, we'll make sure to put it in the show notes on what, how you use Wifflesee in work meetings. And the other one is through work meetings is consistency, recapping, bring in vision, mission, and values all the time, wherever there's conflict, wherever there's celebration, bring it in. If there's a celebration, wow, how did we accomplish this? And how's it moving us towards the vision that we have? The more that you bring it in, the more that you embody it yourself, the more that you lead by example, the more that your team begins to embody it, the more that they feel aligned with the company. And I'm telling you, it's a lot harder for people to leave a company when they feel aligned because part of what our careers are here to do is for us to create and for us to contribute to the world. And so if I feel like I'm creating the things I want to create because I'm aligned with this company vision, mission, and values, and I'm contributing to the world in a way that I love because of this company vision, mission, and values, it's going to be really hard for me to want to leave. So think about those things because you're going to be able to create a work culture that is going to be conducive to business growth. I hope that was helpful for you. I hope these tips were good for you and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us here. If you found this podcast valuable, we invite you to check out our free checklist, the five action items to optimize your workplace today. You can grab yours over at www.optiwellbeing.com. That's O-P-T-I wellbeing.com. Get yours now and we'll see you there.